Welcome to Road to Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's roll to play. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Rotoplay Podcast, a proud member of the Rotoplay Network. My name is Kent Blue. This week, we are wrapping up our game of Tiny Wastelands, and I had so much fun with this game. I hope everybody out there is enjoying listening to it. And Just go check out the Tiny D6 system over at Gallant Night Games. They have a bunch of different genres. You'll hear us talk a little bit about it at the end of this game, but definitely go check out Gallant Night Games and, and scoop up any of their Tiny D6 games that they have going on. This week, we dropped a new episode on the network of What's Your Row with the crew from Brits on Bikes. It was a fantastic episode. I hope you've subscribed and listened to that. Coming up this Sunday, we're going to release a trailer for this Red Death Season 2. And the week after that, Season 2 begins. A little bit later this month, we have a new episode of Level Up where we're going to finally talk about This big announcement that I've been teasing the past few weeks. It's finally going to be announced here in just a couple weeks whenever Level Up comes out. So be sure you're subscribed to Level Up and follow us on Twitter to get all that information about our big news that's coming really soon. All right, one last thing I'd like to address before we get into this game. Right now, things are really hectic in my life, really busy. Got a lot of things going on in my personal life. So the schedule for the Road to Play podcast is going to change a little bit. It's still going to be a weekly show, just we're going to take a week break at the end of every game. So after this episode of Tiny Wastelands, Tiny Wastelands will be over. We're going to take a week off, and then we'll come back for our next game. So we're going to stay weekly, just going to be taking a week break here and there every once in a while just to allow me to catch up on editing because I'm editing this show. I'm also editing Red Death. I'm also editing a couple other things, so... Just gives me a little time to breathe and catch up on things in that one week off between games. Other than that, we're going to be coming to you pretty regular. All right, I've taken up enough of this intro blabbering, so let's get right into Tiny Wastelands Part 3, the finale, with Tim Devine, Amanda Call, and Alex Tully. All right, so the rest of the night can go uneventful, unless you all have something you want to do with the rest of the night. No, I think I'm good. Okay. Then you wake up the next morning, and it is time to head into the green. So the green, now that you're up close to it, uh, it is, I mean, Stephen would remember before and what woods are like. And this is like, it's, 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 uh, it's, I mean, there's all kinds of different plants that, that are growing in there. The, the vines are really thick. Everything's just big. I mean, their flowers bloom really wide. I mean, it's, it's really beautiful to see. I mean, that nature's reclaiming and taking things back and, on one hand, it can definitely be appreciated for what's happening. On the other hand, you did just get attacked by, you know, half a dozen squirrels that would have killed and ate you had you not been as good as you were. So it's something that that to to admire and also to fear because, I mean, you do hear, I mean, you hear bugs buzzing around. You hear skittering animals all throughout. And even as you're going through it and hacking your way through and, you know, making a path, you know, I mean, Steven is in and out of the chair as you're going through different places, you know, through thick brush and whatnot. It's, I mean, the, the plants are kind of following you. It seems like, it seems like flowers are kind of turning and, and tracking you at times. It seems like the vines are growing in in front of you more. It's subtle, but it, it's almost as if the forest is, is coming against you as well. 
that's kind of it's kind of creepy i'm mm. not the only one seeing this right like this is happening yeah i know i'm seeing it as well uh getting a starting to relate to uh, Mr. Langdon a bit more. He's claustrophobic in his books. That's his weakness, and I'm starting to feel it a little myself right now. So yeah, you all you all go make your way through. I mean, it it, it uh, definitely your pace has slowed down. Um, there's you have to stop a lot. You have to find alternate routes to get the chair through. Uh, even though Steven spends a lot of time out of the chair, he's trying to help out as much as he can. He, he's taking his as his own knife and is trying to help cut through. He's definitely getting tired, but. You do make your way through. You catch glimpses of, of bigger animals. You hear off in the distance a roar of something very large. Uh, it's not near you, though, but, you know, you do actually see some of these squirrels, more of these squirrels up in the treetops, you know, just a couple here and there. So not enough that, that they would attack you. I mean, they're never going to attack if they feel out, you know, it's something that they would easily be outnumbered by. But it is definitely a hard day's work going through these these thick trees and i mean the i mean trees i mean as big around as as a small house at times trunks just huge trunks uh geez are we getting close uh i mean it's been a, and it's hard to tell which where you would have started a topiary in this thing if any place had did you have you actually set up any in the green before or has it just led up to the green no i don't go in this place this place is a death trap <laughs> you say uh, as you walk by what is clearly uh, a topiary of something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even just the name Cheese. <laughs> it's a self-portrait. <laughs> I love it. But he's like way more heroic and jacked. Like it's, it's him, but like super ripped. Topiary Cheese definitely did not skip leg day. <laughs> it's exactly it's the exact same except he's got instead of the chicken legs he's got jack legs it's so good yeah. yep yeah yep. love it so yeah you make your way through uh further and further and you start to see buildings that are overgrown cars husks of cars buses you see what was probably once a bigger city bigger than any city you've been to in your wanderings mm -hmm. just overtaken you know i mean taller buildings not anything not not, not skyscrapers You've, you're definitely making your way into what was once a city that now there's glass that's been broken out and, and trees and stuff growing just in every building. Uh, any, I mean, I can't imagine anyone still living out here. I mean, it, there's a lot here, but probably not any. No one would be living here, right? We, we, we're at least human-wise, we're alone, aren't we? I, I would think so. Although. I mean, now that we're seeing a lot of buildings, we might want to look around and see what else we can find. Oh, it's, I'm that's that's fine with me, but I'll tell you, I'm definitely a little more weary after being attacked by those rhinos last night. Um, these buildings, they're they're pretty gone. But if you want to go look, we can look. But I definitely don't go alone. Yeah, as you're talking, you come up actually on a on a school, uh, a high school. Mm. We'll say Calhoun High School is what the sign on it. Oh, this looks like our school building, but I don't, I don't see the the jackalope symbol though. No, they have a weird cowboy. It looks like here on their signs, the Calhoun hooligans. It says, um, <laughs> uh, they 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 must have been a. Uh, a different culture, different people. Hmm. Uh, maybe there's something we can bring back, though, that will help us with future sporting events of our own. Maybe we can find something here that we can at least you more useful for helping with both athletics and combat back at back at home base. Oh, definitely. We should check this out. Uh, old Cheese, Steven, are you okay with us going in and looking around for a bit? You're not leaving me out here with him. Uh, well, then, are you coming? Yeah, one second. And Old Cheese goes and uh, secures the the roll bar so that Stephen could can't get up if he wanted to. He just like <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the the apocalyptic equivalent of like boop boop boop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Steven says, well, I guess, I mean, unless you're leaving me out here, I guess I'm going. I'm kind of at your whimsy now. I mean, it'd be nice to get in out of all of this at the moment. Yeah. 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 And then oh, cheese walks without bringing Steven. <laughs> well, I'll push Steven in. <laughs> so you all enter Calhoun High School, home of the, the hooligans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's your, I mean, you enter through what would, what you would think would be the front door. There's kind of an awning where you would reckon the buses would pull up. Uh, you know, that's, this is the tale that Steven's telling you, this is where the buses would pull up and let the kids off and they'd go in and they'd learn they they all have different classes, kind of teach, tell you a little bit about high school life and everything and how typically high schoolers were dicks, uh, still figuring their lives out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, as you get in, this place is really overgrown. It's it's almost like a maze uh, as you're making your way through. And the plants here, I mean, there are a lot of flowers and, and just blooming plants and ivies growing around in here. Uh, I think that uh, Joanna is going to be looking around, but um, I think she's looking at like if there's pictures on the wall of previous sports teams and um, a trophy case, stuff like that. She's definitely examining um, all of those sort of things, trying to see if there's anything worth uh, to to her trophies would look like relics, I guess Uh, like holy symbols, maybe to the, to these high school sports of your. So she's going to be keeping an eye out for anything that might connect that world to this world. Yeah. You definitely see, most of the trophies you see are for a sport that involves someone wearing a helmet and like has really broad shoulders holding mm. this kind of oval type ball, you know, All right. similar, similar to what they were, the skirmishes that they were having back yeah. in, in high school. Um, she's going to grab one that says most valuable player and uh, put that into her bag. I think. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. It says, most valuable player, uh, nineteen eighty-three, and then um, uh, Lincoln Donahue. Is nice, Lincoln Donahue. Okay. All right. Do y'all want to do any scavenging in here? Just see if you come up with anything or anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I want to okay. scavenge. I always want yeah. to scavenge. I love dice tables. They're like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me what type of room you want to scavenge, and I'll find something that matches. Mm, I want to scavenge the cafeteria and kitchen area. All right. Roll me two D six. I got a four and a one. Okay. But you found this doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's one D two beers. That's not going to be in a school <laughs> to go with a supermarket. I had to go with a supermarket. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's not uh, unless you found a teacher's secret sash. Uh, <laughs> root Lunch beers. What yeah. We'll say root beers. Root beers. <laughs> Give me one more two D six. You found one D two root beers. So you okay. know, do that. And then we'll do one more roll. All right. I found two root beers. And then I got a four and a five. Uh, then you, my gosh, two bottles of vodka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Definitely we were the in the alcohol lunch. section. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, and we're going to say that you found you. It's one D two, so we'll say you found one stashed bottle of like half a bottle of vodka left back from you know old days. I found a bunch of drinks. Mm-hmm. All right, whoever else, if anyone else wants to scavenge. I'm- I'm pretty sure this one looks like it's probably alcohol. Uh, I've never heard of these ones before, though. Old Cheese puts his hand out for the alcohol bottle, but without looking at you. You could tell which one he's reaching for. Uh, I think I'm just going to... We're just going to hang on to this. Alcohol can be useful for a lot of things. I'm just going to stick it back here in the little back pouch on the wheelchair. So Old Cheese is staring at, he's not scavenging, he's been staring at one of those hallway trophy cases where they have the sporting stuff. Kind of like similar to what what, uh, Joanna found with the MVP, but he's looking at this, like it's like he's transfixed and he's staring at it. And uh, there's these people with these, like they're, they're rackets. They're these the they're tennis rackets, but he has no idea what that is. And in the in the, in the picture are the balls that he found at the mm. last place. And so he p- 
pulls one out of his pocket and he looks up in the thing and it's like a sign to him like he some like he understands like he's supposed to be here and then he reaches one more time for the vodka <laughs> yeah no it's useful like we can use it to like clean things and like disinfect wounds and light fires and not letting you drink it fair enough give it to steven i'm not giving it to him he's he, just he points, carrying he points, it he points at the pouch next to steven where you put it <laughs> do you want to try one of these though i have no idea what it is it looks kind of sludgy sure he takes it and puts it in his pocket Oh. Anybody else want to scavenge a room? Sure. What do you want to scavenge? Uh, let's say... Well, you just did cafe- I was going to say home back, but we just did cafeteria. So uh, let's go with that. I'm going to keep going for the athletic stuff because... Okay. Uh, so I'll say going to the gym. Okay. Uh, that works for your athletic store, whatever you have on there. It works good. Give me two separate rows. Uh, it's a four and a six. So that is 1d6 snorkeling gear. Nice. All right. I have no idea what any of this is, but I'm going to hold on to it. And okay. Back. All right. One more row. Oh, uh, so that's going to be a two and a two. Uh, you've got a pair of shorts. Oh. With a hooligan on it. Nice. Nice maroon pair of shorts with a hooligan on it. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so I bring them back and I show them and... Here you go. Anyone need a, a tube and some eyewear and a pair of shorts? No, hold them out to anyone who wants them. Hmm. Old, old Cheese like kind of lifts his jacket aside and looks down at his worn and beaten cargo shorts that it just look like they're falling apart. Every pocket has holes in it. And he goes, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh. I'm going to hang on to that tube. That could be useful for something. Mm. Uh, and then I guess she's going to put the goggles on her head. Like it's like, you know, like steampunk goggles, but yeah. hanging it out on top. <laughs> They're really neon yellow. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's got the little nose cover and everything's just sticking off her head. She's like, I'll, you know, I'll find use for these later and kind of okay. keep going. She tries reading with them on to see if it would improve her vision, and it just makes things a little blurrier. And she's like, you know, it's like foggier because it's like through plastic. So she puts them back up. Want to tell us anything about that stuff, Stephen? Hmm? So Sorry, would you, I was. Would you wear that to go swimming with the flamingos? Hmm? And Stephen kind of he's like, actually, you would. The 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 tube thing goes in your mouth, and, and you know you breathe out of it. It can stick out of the water, and the goggles are to keep the water from getting in your eyes. That's that was an astute observation, Cheese. I feel like you're messing with me. Cheese <laughs> walks away. He turns to whoever's next to him. Says, "I'm not. I, I mean, honestly, that's that's what the equipment's for." Oh, that's really fascinating. Yeah. Although. I don't imagine we're going in the water anytime soon, so I might do something else with this tube, but I don't know what yet. All right, so uh, as you all ma- start making your way through this school, it is, I mean, it's so overgrown. Like, even finding this stuff, you had to really hack stuff away and dig around and, you know, watch out for for uh, thorns and all kinds of and all This whole time, it's... It just, I mean, it's kind of a feeling and you notice it that the, these blooms are just kind of following you around a little bit, but eventually you do kind of make your way through the school. It takes a long time. You go down hallways, you get turned around. I mean, it is very maze-like, but eventually you do make your way out of it. Um, and you continue your trek on through the green. It's slow going. You're, you're definitely, you're making it through this town portion, which is the thick, while there are these buildings, it, it is the thickest portion of, of the green here where, mm-hmm. where it's really overgrown the most. So it takes a lot of work. But yeah, you make your way through and you kind of make your way into, into what would have been a park. I mean, it's kind of it's open in the sense that there's no buildings and you see what Stephen describes as swing sets and playground equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're making it in here, you do you are starting to notice there are strands of webs, like thick strands of, of, of white webs around. Mm. Oh, that's, uh, 
don't think I've seen anything like that before either. Uh, old Cheese, you ever seen anything like this? Old Cheese is plucking at one of the, the web strings with a finger. Yeah, and it's, it's making kind of a twinging noise as you do it. Uh, it's vibrating. And as you look around, you see more of this webbing kind of vibrate as he does that. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, old cheese, you want to you wanna stop doing that? It's kind of making me nervous. Nope. He oh. pulls out a, a pair of shears from his pocket and he clips it. Yeah, oh. and I mean, you hear a big skittering. I mean, not too far off in the distance, but just out of sight. What was that? And I'm actually going to make a roll on old cheese here. <laughs> oh. That dice tray, it always rolls where I can't see it. Oh, oh, oh cheese, as you, as you snip it and you go and you put your shears back in your back pocket or in your belt loop or whatever, this strand of web just shoots across in front of your face and, and hits on like this. Uh, I mean, like a, it's a trash can. I was trying to think of a way of a trash receptacle in this park and attaches to it. And, and, you know, if you follow it back, if you look and follow back from its point of origin, uh, you see this this the butt of this giant spider that this web is attached to. So as the as the the web hits the the can, he follows he follows the web with his with his head, just this where his eyes are looking. So he's not looking at the thing yet. And he uh, it hits the can and he says, "What kind of garbage is this?" And he turns to his left and he sees the thing and goes, "Nope, mm -mm, I ain't dying today." And he run, he starts to run. <laughs> All right, let's roll initiative again. Uh, eight. Oh, nine. Two. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go um, cherry. I'm going to roll initiative for the spider this time. Uh, eight. So we're going to go cherry. Then we'll go Joanna. And then we'll go spider. And then we'll go cheese. What about Steven? Uh, and Steven uh, it rode snake eyes. So oh, no. also rode two. So Steven will go after cheese. Could we say that since we both rolled very badly that when old cheese was trying to run away, he fell into the wheelchair and we both went rolling? Yes. Y'all are on a course rolling down, down a sidewalk <laughs> path. All right, Cherry, what have you got for us? As this spider, uh, it, the web, I don't know, detaches from its butts. I don't know a lot about spider, but I, only one butt. I said butts. It's only got one butt. It's not a mutated <laughs> spider with two butts. <laughs> it could be. This is your world. Whatever you want. You can have as many butts as you want. Okay. Uh, it turns around and crawls its way down. I mean, it, it's kind of, you have kind of a little open area here. Not much of one, uh, you know, but a little bit. Damn, damn it. Um, <laughs> You have a, isn't it eyes they have all of? Well, maybe in this yeah. world, instead of eight eyes, they have eight no, butts. It's, it's got one leg and eight butts. Is yeah. <laughs> it scoots around like my dog. Uh, no. <laughs> it just sends a leg out, pulls. Yeah. Okay. Pulls. <laughs> this, so, that is such a terrifying image, actually. <laughs> that thing beat me in initiative? Yeah. <laughs> Oh me! All right, this this spider with the one butt. Uh, the other one fucked off somewhere. I don't know, but uh, this other spider crawls its way down into this kind of open space that you all have. It's about a, I don't know, thirty foot circle of open space here, conveniently as if it's for a final battle um, in front of you here. And yeah, Cherry, what have you got for it? Uh, I don't have anything for a giant spider uh, i'm terrified of this giant spider and i'm gonna go chasing after uh where steven and old cheese have gone wheeling away going don't you dare leave me over here with this thing <laughs> all right and i'm gonna try to catch up to them and latch on to the wheelchair and keep them from rolling away if i can all right we'll say you eventually catch them uh joanna i mean now it's just you and the spider 
Um, if it's is it coming at me? Is that what's going on? This thing's. Um, uh, it's it's kind of standing there, and now that you're the only one there, I mean, it's kind of squatted itself down, like ready to to lunge or start skittering to you. But yeah. Um. So something that hasn't been revealed about Joanna up until this point, which is uh, an option for this game, and I had I had to take it immediately, is in addition to being an adventure librarian, she also has the powers of uh, cryomancy. Uh, in whatever happened in this apocalypse, she also gained the ability to control ice. So one of her cryomancy moves, which I'm going to roll for in a second, is called Glacial. And what that does is it I can take any target and they uh, lose one action and have disadvantage on the one action they do have on their next turn. So I'm going to shoot, I would attempt to cover this thing in ice. Um, so that is, oh, and I get... I, I get a one and a four, but I do get one more because it's a, uh, what's it called? The, uh, a, a archetype trait. So I okay. get, I get a third die and that's a five. Okay. All right. So the so spider will... goes off. And so, yeah, she holds out her hand, uh, just flicks her wrist out and just a huge sheet of ice goes out and crystallizes on this spider. So the spider's legs are, it can move and it'll crack the, the ice a bit, but it has definitely slowed it down. And uh, with the other my other move action, I will uh, turn and run with my friends. Okay. So yeah, the spider for its one action, um, I think it's just gonna kind of move, just, it's not gonna do anything other than kind of break, like move itself around and break out of this, you know, get get kind of mostly broken free. So okay. I'll, I'll, take dis, I'll take disadvantage on the next roll that I actually do something with it. So sure. I'll mark that down and take one disadvantage. Uh, cheese, what you got? Well, so Cheese is holding on on top of this runaway wheelchair with the roll cage. He's he's yelling. I, I would imagine Steven is yelling. Yeah, they're yelling at each other, like two, <laughs> like their faces are like like upside down, though, two inches apart. And they're screaming into each other's faces. So uh, I think, um, yeah, I think I think old Cheese is going to try to hook his scythe around a pole to slow us down, or at least change things up a bit. Okay. Uh, you know what? Roll for it. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, six. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, that goes exactly as you want it, so tell us what that looks like. Well, I think the scythe hooks around a, a phone, like a telephone pole, and uh, it spins us around it until we lose uh, the momentum and slow down enough to where I think that's when Cherry catches up to us. Okay, uh, Steven is going to use his action to crawl down, or, well, no, you're on top. Steven is going to use his action to shove cheese off of the wheelchair. <laughs> so, sticks a hand up through, pushes, gets him off. Uh, and about this time, that's when Cherry comes running up. All right, new round of combat. Cherry, you are up first. All right, well, as I'm running up to the wheelchair, I say, see, see, this, this is why we don't drink the vodka. And I pull it out and I'm pulling like stuff out of my pockets. I'm like, this is why we save the vodka. I shove a rag down into it. Oh, I think this you is... shove shorts down into it. Shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is why we don't drink the alcohol because the alcohol can be useful. And I'm like tipping it back and forth with the rag, nice and sh- soaked. And uh, the standard uh, survivor of the wasteland pack does come with a lighter, so uh, whip yeah. that out and light the end of it and toss it at the giant spider. Right on. All right. That's so cool. So is first action preparing the the cocktail? Second yes. action throwing. All right. Yes. Now I have to throw. <laughs> Oh, yes. Thank goodness I succeeded on that. <laughs> All right, so the thing goes sailing over over Joanna's head. As you say yes, you hear, No! <laughs> uh, and that thing connects with, with the spider's face, or, you know, it's whatever a spider's face looks like with all the eyes and explodes. And actually, I'm going to let that do a couple points of damage because that spire is going to stay on fire for a bit. So, Joanna, you come running around to catch up. Uh, you you kind of round a corner. A, a flaming bottle goes flying end over end over your head. You hear it crash behind you. 
what have you got for us? Um, so we're outside at this point. There was a telephone pole, I assume, that we've made it out and uh, we're, we're heading towards, I'm gonna head towards the telephone pole, uh, use my action to, my move action to get myself to where they are. And then I'm going to use uh, my cryomancy move uh, called freeze, uh, which I'm going to freeze the telephone pole. And uh, that's how the, if it works, I'll tell you what the second part is because it's part of the, the move. Okay. Uh, it's a one and a two and a one, so it doesn't work. Uh, so I go to freeze the pull and I freeze it, but nothing happens from there. All right. I had plans, and they are, they are not going to come to this. That's fine. All right. Uh, so the spider comes around. It 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 it's coming. It's slower because now it's on fire as well. Um, but it makes its way up, and it's going to just try to reach out and flick. Um, let's see. It's going to try to flick cheese with with one of its legs but it's doing it with disadvantage was that disadvantage on when it does something to you alex or just no in general i think it's his next okay. action i'll, I'll right. double check it but if let's for now let's say yeah that. we'll just go with disadvantage in general all right so it's going to try to flick cheese you could say it's going to try to flip cheese off huh. uh but it doesn't it flips out but its face is on fire it rose a three and just cheese you feel air just swoop by you as as this this spider leg goes out beside your head and comes back in nobody flicks air at me and now it's your turn with that with with those brave words what do you do um so i think you know in all the the jumble of crap like crashing uh cheese's um Scythe got kind of stuck between the cart and the or the the wheelchair and the pole, so he he yanks it up, but in doing so, tips over the wheelchair, um, and then and then and then slams the thing down on the tries to hit the spider. All right, you get two actions, so I'm gonna say that's just one action, just that's one attack. So, oh yeah, is there a difference between five and a six? It's both successful. No. Right? Okay, yeah, then I, I succeed in hitting uh, the spider. All right, that's one action. So now you can certainly attack again. Why not? Why not? Oh, another six. All right, so tell us what those two blows look like. I think he he slices off the leg that blew air at him. Yeah. And then he spins it around, and he slices off the other front leg, so the spider kind of tilts forward a little bit. Yeah, it's very cartoon-like. It stands there for a second, and it just slowly... <laughs> While its face is on fire. Uh, Steven is... Well, Steven's not doing anything because he's been tipped over. So we'll go back to the top of the order. I can't tell if it's intentional, Tim. I can't. Mm -hmm. All right, Cherry. You have a flaming uh, six-legged spider ahead of you now. All right. Well, now that it's tilted down a little bit more, I'm going to run up to it and beat it in the face with my giant pipe wrench. Okay. Yes, success. All right, so that's one. Bam. You want to attack it again, or were you using a, a move as one of your? No, actions? I was. I was using a move okay. to run up to it and smash it in the face. All right, yeah, you definitely do damage to some of them eyeballs. All right, Joanna, your turn. Um, she's just gonna draw the gun at this point and fire at it. Okay. Uh, and that's a four and a three, so she misses their first round, and then her second move action is going to be fire again. And that's a six and a one, so it's going to hit. Nice. All right. So the spider is all enraged now. Uh, it, it figures out how to walk on just six of its legs, and it's going to actually lunge at the biggest thing here because it can't see that well, and that's going to be the wheelchair. So it's going to lunge at it to take a nice bite. Uh, and because I wrote a six, I'm going to say that it did, that it actually gets a tooth, gets one of its fangs in there, and actually hits Steven. So, Ooh. Oh, no. yeah. Steven's going to take a nice. I mean, I was, on a five, it would have just got the cage, but it did get a it did get a six. So, yeah, it it hits. Steven's actually going to have to make a save test to avoid being poisoned. So, uh, let's see if Steven oh, can no, avoid no. being poisoned. Steven rose a one and a four, so Steven is definitely poisoned. Uh, so we'll nice. deal with that uh, later. Uh, yeah, and now we are to cheese. 
So Cheese sees the uh, the thing bite. So if if the thing's biting Steven, then it's close enough, like really close to where where uh, old Cheese is. So he's going to run up the pole, jump in a like a one of those like uh, uh, in Mad Max where they jump off the 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 cars and they're all cinematic and slow motion. It's like that. Um, hopefully he lands this. Um, and, and so he, he runs up the pole, turns and jumps flying down with both hands on this giant scythe to come down on the spider. I got a six. I got, I got a one and a two and a six. Nice. So you, all right. Yeah. You, you drive your scythe right into that spider's face, uh, taking out more eyeballs. Uh, Steven's going to make a save test. Well, no, actually, he doesn't make a save. Yeah, he's going to make a save test. Uh, no, no, he's not. He's going to wait for someone to do something about it. He's going to sit there and be poisoned. Uh. Cherry. <laughs> uh, I would like to try to help with him being poisoned. All right. All right. So I'm going to go to Steven and try to use my uh, healer trait to cure him of his poisoning. Sounds good to me. And, ah, success. Good. All right, Stephen so, is no longer poisoned. Right, so I just kind of get up to the bite mark and start, like, sucking the poison out of the wound. Oh, can I suggest something? What's that? Can you use that tube that you found? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> have to use the tube. Jam it in there and just start sucking the poison out. And go, Snorkels it right on out. <laughs> All right, Joanna, while healing is happening, what have you got? Uh, she's got four bullets left. Um, it's, I'm just looking at my, my moves here. I think it's going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot again. Okay. Uh, that is a three and a four. So that first one misses and I'm down to three bullets left and that's a six and a one. So one of them hits. Okay. Uh, the spider. Yeah. The spider is going to, it, uh, it's kind of on the back pedal, so it's going to flick out uh, at at you, Joanna, and see if it can hit you with one of its legs. Uh, it does not with its uh, first. Opportunistic. Yep, yep. And that's a one I miss. Okay. I'm going to say she went, she just shot out like ice from her hand and told, and like hopes to doing something and missed thing. Okay. And then on its second action, it's going to actually turn its butt and try to web somebody. Uh, Actually, it's going to try to web join us since you just shot it or you sure. know, to ice it up. Uh, but no, it's not good at that either. And so. I'm going to opportunistic. Yep. <laughs> it's a six. All right. So uh, she deals a damage to it. Uh, I'm going to say like it throws its butt at her to try to do it. And she reaches underneath and just like grabs it and then just freezes straight through her hand into it. Frozen butt syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, she, uh, cheese. It is up to you again. All right, he he sees this strange magic come out of the hand of Joanna, the librarian, and he winds up like a golf swing, and he's going to try to hit the frozen butt. All right, the this he, he yells he yells duck because he is going to be pretty close to Joanna. This will kill it if you do if you connect. It's going to kill it. So okay, here we go. Six, six, and a one. Nice. Yes. Tell us how this butt obliteration <laughs> happens. I don't like that phrase. Um, no, <laughs> I, I sw- uh, So old cheese swings as hard as he can, yelling duck. And so I'm imagining that, Joanna, you kind of hit the ground and the big scythe goes over your head and then hits broadside on the spider. Mm-hmm. And it just shatters the ice area, the frozen area of its butt. And so it's... Uh, very cool. Yeah. It's- ah, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, and then as it as the spider dies and kind of roll like slumps over to the side, um, old cheese looks down at Joanna and says, uh, "You learned that in those books." I'm not sure exactly where it comes from. I have some ideas, but I'm not sure. So probably from the books, then. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. I got to learn how to read. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So spider dealt with you all gained your composure. You will, we'll go, we'll speed through this a bit. You gain your composure. 
take a rest for you know probably the rest of the day i mean you you've i imagine magic and psionics probably tucker's one out so you rest the rest of the day you find you go back into a building and rest and you wake up the next morning and find yourself that you're actually in the i mean where you're in a mechanic shop and there's a car in there so you take her away at the car you spend the next couple of days fixing up the car you know to to make this easier you go out scouting two of you go out scouting to find a good path through through the green where maybe you can get this vehicle out if if cherry can get it running mm-hmm. um and yeah you spend the next few days doing that steven heals up because you don't want to move him he's the whole reason here if he dies you've i mean you're going to show up empty-handed to scottsdale and that'll be a bummer of course but so you spend a few days you get this car built up uh the question i have is what 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 one what kind of car is this if any of you are car folks uh and two what modifications are on this thing well i think we should let our fixer make yeah that. as soon as considering that fixer is gonna be the one who's souping this baby up i saw the most ridiculous vehicle in the grocery store parking lot the other day so i don't know what this is the vw caddy it's a truck but it's like four inches off the ground it basically looks like a regular little Volkswagen oh. Golf <laughs> that somebody chopped the back half off and said, this is a truck now. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that is an interesting <laughs> looking truck. So yeah, if you're familiar with like a Volkswagen Golf, it looks like that, but oh. the back half is a, is a truck bed. That's so funny. <laughs> so that's what we find. We find a Volkswagen Caddy. How and, do you pick it up is the question. Though. Oh, well, it's going to stay about three inches off the ground because that's hilarious so instead of trying to get clearance i'm we're gonna find just like a bunch of metal plates and grating and whatever else and make a great big like plow on the front of it so that whatever's in the way we're just gonna push out of the way very nice so yeah that makes getting through through the rest of the green uh once you get it going makes getting through the rest of the green pretty easy uh or a lot easier than it would have been Stephen feels nice and healed up. Uh, so yeah, after a couple of days of, of driving and you know winding your way through the green, you you burst out of the green and you're just hauling ass down the road towards Scottsdale. You're heading the direction. You're passing topiaries, uh, and eventually you you pull up to, to Scottsdale. You pull up to the gate and they open the gates. You go in. Scottsdale is a nice. I mean, it's even it's nicer than your enclave. It's really well put together. It has a nice armed guard. You can tell why they picked this location. It is it's has a huge population here, 200, 250 people and very well defended, real high walls. And you deliver Stephen and you all get to sit in on just a week's worth of history from from the time before uh what is something each of you learns from this from this from this gathering of the elders of the world that was for it ain't got to be true um all right so old cheese's crotchety as ever <laughs> during this whole proceeding but when and everybody that gets up to talk he he doesn't like something about them or something about what they're saying but when steven for some reason when steven gets up to talk he starts saying all this stuff, but Stephen mentions like it, it, he mentions the um, the flamingos, and he he old cheese remembered that that Stephen corrected him, and old cheese is sensitive about not knowing stuff and you know being dumber than other people, and uh, but when he when Stephen presents them as flamingos instead of dolphins, it it's like. It's like one of those things where, it, like, it makes cheese—it makes old cheese feel good. Like he—he he knows that he's wrong. He knows that he's doing it for, for me, and so he has a little change of heart against, against you know, his opinion about Stephen has changed a little bit. And so I think uh, I think that's what he learned. It's nothing nothing interesting about history. It's actually fake history. Um, but yeah, I think now everybody's gonna agree that fl- dolphins are flamingos, and they're fish. And uh, old cheese feels like he's a part of history now. Well, damn, that was nice. Mm-hmm. That was nice. All right, um, Amanda, you ready? Uh, no, but yeah, I'll come I up do. with something anyway. I guess. Oh no, okay. if you have, if you have I something, got, by I all can, means, Alex. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do join us because I don't think. I mean, 
if we're gonna if we're gonna sandwich this emotionally, I think that what she learns, um, she finally finishes the Inferno and learns a bit about Dante's actual work in it about Dante's Inferno. But when she learns that the ninth ring of hell, which is has Lucifer in it, uh, and that the devil was not associated with fire as she thought he was, but associated with ice, she starts to question herself and her own where her sources of her powers are actually coming from. And uh, it starts to lead her down a little existential crisis here. Sad. Yeah. No, no, not not. As I said, it's a, it's a good. I, I it's what I came up with, but it's not happy. So I'm glad it didn't go last. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what Cherry learns about is that uh, the stuff that she's always done, she just figured she was doing what she had to do and putting, fixing stuff, cobbling stuff together. She didn't realize that this was actually a profession even in the before times and that there is so much more to actually learn about this so she's as she's hearing about this stuff she learns about oh being a mechanic is an actual thing being an inventor was an actual thing and that there's still a lot of resources and literature out there in different places that can help her learn more about this so now she's considering how much more she might be able to find somewhere outside of her own um, her own enclave that she could maybe bring back and help them if she could learn more about what she's already trying to contribute. That's Very great. cool. Yeah, I like that. All right. So, yeah, um, the, I, the... I have one last thing, Kent, before you sure. mm-hmm. go for it. Just the, la- the very last thing is at some point when when we're going to be leaving. Uh, old Cheese is going to turn around and Steven's going to be at the gate and Old Cheese is going to turn around and make eye contact. And he's going to reach into his pocket and take one of those tennis balls and he's going to throw it to him. And he's just gonna Aww. nod his head, and Steven yeah. catches it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's perfect. Yeah, I think we can fade out there. Yeah. The the meetings come to an end, and and that happens, and you all head start heading home. Uh, I mean, you can go back through the green, but now you're not. You can maybe go around and you know just head back home. And I think that's where we will close out this game of Tiny Wastelands. That was a blast. I actually really like that Yay. system a lot, and I would, I, uh, I, I would run that myself. I think that would be a lot. That's, it's, I like how easy and intuitive it is. Yes. There, there's a. I mean, yeah. Amanda has played it. I mean, there's a few different games in this line. Super. There's a superhero there's, game, and yeah, yeah. This is my first time playing in the. What's the the system? Tiny. Tiny D6. Yeah. yeah. Tiny D6. My first time doing it. It was great. I would definitely tr- like explore more. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and it's very easy to pick up. And even as you jump in between genres, like a lot of the traits and everything are exactly the same genre mm-hmm. to genre. Like you're still using the same kind of core rules. So one it, thing too that I like about it is um, like I always look, I'm, I'm a teacher. So I'm always on the lookout of games that I can pick up and play really easy with middle schoolers and mm-hmm. like running uh, a full character creation for D&D it's like a week's worth of work for, for them. Yeah. Like giving them something like this would be a lot easier. Right. I like it. Uh, let's go around one time and everybody can sign off and then we'll be done. Yeah. So uh, Alex, we'll go ahead and start with you. Uh, Alex Tully, once again, if you want to hear more stuff from me, uh, the Dungeons Not Included podcast, it's at DNI podcast on Twitter. Um, I, once again, Growlcom and come join us for space adventures. Oh, and uh, I will hopefully soon, you, know, you guys will, I don't know when this is going to air comparatively, but I'm going to be on another show mentioned on here that Tim will t- probably talk about right now. That's a, that's a good segue right there. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is Tim. Thank, thank you again, Kent, for, for having me back on here. Uh, as uh, as Alex said, I, I, I host the What's Your Role podcast, and one of the groups that we're going to be bringing to the show is the Dungeons Not Included. So Ooh. we're going to be hearing Graucom and the rest of the cast, uh, and I believe the GM as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that will be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, also, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me on Twitter directly at GMTimD, or you can find me through any of the Roll to Play podcast network uh, uh, Twitter handles. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, you'll probably hear me here. 
And I'm Amanda Call. You can find my comic Age of Night at ageofnight.com. That's spelled N-I-G-H-T, the time of day, not the guy with the sword and the armor. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Twitter as well at, at Age of Night and on Instagram at Amanda Callart. All right, and that wraps up our game of Tiny Wastelands. It was a ton of fun. Thank you so much to Tim, Amanda, and Alex for coming on and being players in this game. Just an amazing cast of people to, to have for an amazing game. Be sure to go to Gallant Night Games and check out all their Tiny D6 games. They're all super fun, super light, and ready to just get on the table and get going. Just a reminder, we're going to be taking a week off after this so I can catch up on some editing for our next game and for some Red Death and so a couple other things, but... Then we'll be back at it with our with our next release, which is a really fun Guy Fieri themed game that I think you're going to really, really enjoy. Can't wait to give that to y'all in just a couple weeks. All right. Nothing else to say here. Going to wrap it up. Hope you have a great 4th of July if you're celebrating that thing. Maybe you're just getting a long weekend. Maybe nothing. Just have a great day out there. And remember to have fun and roll to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit Roll2PlayPodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Roll2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Roll2PlayPodcast at gmail.com If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly... Our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion.